0: So, so, so.
1: you positive heads out there thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the positive head podcast where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness which creates and animates all things now of course understanding this powerful truth is one thing And on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A.com forward slash positive head. Check it out. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back to another episode. So, so grateful to be here with you all. It is another beautiful day in paradise. It is uh, Friday, fabulous Friday as I record. Hope you guys are all making the most of uh, whatever time and space you happen to be in uh, at this moment as you hear this broadcast. Let's see, where are we going to start? Well, we'll start where we normally start i won't switch it up too much on you i know you guys are um creatures of habit (laughs) aren't we all creatures of habit although it's nice to break those habits when they're not good ones and it's you know great to to keep them when they're ones that are serving us in our next uh you know in the in the vision of who and what we want to be and become and It's uh, interesting to observe all those habits, right? Just take a look at yourself. What am I doing daily? What can I do differently? They talk about insanity, you know, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So if you are someone out there listening happens to be frustrated with the lack of change look at your habits are you doing anything differently what are you doing to mix it up you know even thinking about going to the gym and that sort of thing i remember back in college i i lifted weights with i was like the really scrawny guy with like guys who could bench press 400 pounds some of my friends were huge and and you know so they knew what they were doing and i remember them you know as they were teaching me it's like look as you get going you've got to mix things up you can't continue on the same you know you know I got into a very regular routine for a while, and then it's like okay, sw- switch it up, mix it up. You gotta you, your muscles get used to it. So um, yeah, I mean that it, it's it's a lesson and uh, a concept that makes sense across the board. If you're not liking or there's something that you're not enjoying, or there's something that isn't working for you, or your energy is low, what are you eating? What is a habit? What is how can you mix it up? How can you switch things up? And every time you switch things up, you switch the energy flow up, right? Right. You switch the energy up, new energy comes in, new experiences come in, new feelings come in, new emotions come in. You're the one with the power always. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, got on a little tangent there. Someone out there must have needed that one. Um, maybe me. Maybe all of us. Who knows? Uh, so, this uh, new review is by We Bike for fun and it says you get what you need when you need it i was listening to episode 440 and i accidentally pushed the wrong button and suddenly episode 438 replayed played that i had already heard it just so happened that i'd been struggling with a particular relationship and was worried about the things that could go wrong and i was nicely reminded to focus on what i want not what i fear funny how the universe gives you what you need when you need it keep the keep up the great work you are doing. Ah, I love this. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, this sort of thing seems to happen a lot with people, uh, random episodes. And of course I've told you guys, I am, uh, in the works, uh, planning, intending to have a random episode generator for you guys. So we can play, have a little gamification with the show now that we have, you know, almost 450 episodes. So Which, by the way, you guys notice uh, the episode that I just released with my good friend, Christopher David Jackson, who I also did a first uh, Facebook live stream with. Um, And uh, he, you know, he talked a lot about Christ consciousness and his connection to Christ consciousness and all those things. And I noticed as we put that episode out, it was episode 444. Well, 444 is the angelic frequency. And uh, you guys have probably heard me tell the story of 444 before uh, and some of my experiences with that number and, uh, you know, the angelic realm, so to speak. So I thought that was really cool. Also, I had just recorded uh, next week's episode, funny enough, uh, as I think about this, how interesting actually, uh, episode 445 is going to be an, ange- an angel channeler. So, uh, <laughs> wow, how interesting, like it didn't land on 444. Or the person who's resonating very strongly and has a lot of synchronicity around Christ consciousness did. Uh, and then you have the uh, a- the angelic maybe that was the introduction. He was the introduction to the 444 frequency right And then now with 445 here it comes in. So what a trip. interesting interesting, interesting. All right. well thank you. we bike for fun for taking the time to review. Uh, certainly appreciate it. And uh, if you haven't reviewed on iTunes, please do so. Of course, you can find us on all the platforms, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play, all the main, you know, the big uh, apps out there, podcast apps and whatnot, anywhere that you can review, please do so. And even uh, even more importantly and, uh, you know, more appreciated uh, I would be if you would tell your friends, family, uh, anyone you think would benefit from hearing the show Uh, connecting with the energy of the show. uh, Certainly that is the whole intent, right? Is to help, um, wake up and remind uh I, I i just uh set up my personal instagram uh for the first time well i had one for a long time but i haven't done anything with it so i was like okay i'm gonna start you know from time to time posting on here and i just set the little bio and i'm like um chief waker upper and reminder at the positive head podcast for my little bio so if you know anyone who needs wakey wake up in an and reminding then please please tell them about the show. All right, so what are we going to talk about uh, today? Well, we've already been talking about things, but what else are we going to talk about? Wow, wasn't that a cool chapter from Oneness uh, that I read on the last episode? Uh, Such an amazing book. I just, I love it. It gave me chills at one point talking about connecting with the other parts of self that are out there and other dimensions, other realities, parallel realities, alternate realities that are missing me right Uh, a fragment of them uh, I am a fragment of them they're a fragment of me as we come back together and start viewing through each other's uh, you know perspectives as we you know ascend you know and then you sort of have you have different levels of reflection there's these other me's in some sense that are unique but then there's you're another me and I'm another you from another sort of maybe vantage point right another track if you will and it made me think of a quote that I just saw. I can do things you cannot. You can do things I cannot. Together we can do great things. And, uh, I love that. It's such a beautiful, amazing, powerful truth. I mean, as you understand, this is how it's working. This is how things are going. This is how we're ascending, reconnecting with other parts of ourself. I always say everywhere we, everywhere you go, you're there waiting for yourself, right? Um, And uh, as we uh, do that, as we continue to do that on multiple levels and multiple ways here in this physical dimension, we're doing that same thing with each other. We're also doing it energetically with other other parts of self that we don't physically see. And um, if you can just have that as a baseline understanding as you approach anyone instead of competition, collaboration on all all levels, always, you know, being an entrepreneur. I've had a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of times in the past, I can look back and think uh, about being paranoid of someone stealing my idea. You know, I've always had more ideas than I have money or time (laughs) and, you know, having, you know, some, what I feel is a great idea and something I want to do. And then, uh, Oh, what if someone takes it? And really that energy, I don't feel it anymore the same way. It's like, what's for you will always be for you. Um, can't remember if i read this uh quote that i saw the other day that i absolutely loved it says uh, what's for me will always be for me that's why i relax i don't need to compete or seek validation what's for me is always for me so when you can start approaching people from that perspective in that way it is um a super super uh it's a relief right you don't have to worry about someone stealing something from you taking something from you it which for you will always be for you you don't need to manipulate or compete or feel threatened it's the opposite oh here's another part of me how can i benefit how can i serve how are they going to serve me how can i this is going to be fun to explore it's such a different it's an abundance mentality as opposed to a fear-based mentality Uh, and what a difference uh, that makes And speaking of that anxiety that we all uh, get and have from time to time, Um, you know, with there's so many things, you know, uh, I I think back to a a long time ago at a festival, uh, many years ago, having the realization, uh, the whole festival I was talking about, uh, just easing the tension, baby. Have you guys seen Happy Gilmore, where, uh, what's Chubbs, I think his name is, is trying to teach Adam Sandler, Happy Gilmore, how to golf, and he comes up behind him and just, And he's just like trying to help him putt and just easing the tension, baby. It's anyway, you got to see it. If you haven't seen it, it's hilarious. If if you have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, so, yeah, that's what we're here to do. Easing the tension. How do we ease the tension? Whenever we're bumping up against another, whenever we're... Whenever we're doing anything, how do you stop the trying so much and uh, just relax into it, flow into it? And this uh, kind of leads well into an article that I want to read today. Uh, it came up from uh, my friends over at IdeaPod. Uh, they've been posting a lot of Osho stuff lately, and this one really, I really liked, um, I hadn't seen him talk about this before or if i have many years ago i read a lot of his stuff years and years ago uh, i didn't remember it so um this article uh it's a pretty short read here says osho reveals the trick to meditation and why most of us get it wrong and it is uh definitely in line with sort of um you know what what we've been talking about here so far uh i'll go ahead and read have you ever meditated before if you have you probably began by repeating a mantra or focusing on your breath While these meditation practices are commonly taught in the Western world, it's not true meditation, according to uh, spiritual guru Osho. In fact, he says that these practices are affecting our ability to achieve true peace and enlightenment. Many people approached Osho and asked him how to meditate. However, he says, you don't need to ask this question. Here's why. When people come to me and they ask how to meditate, I tell them, there's no need to ask how to meditate. Just ask how to remain unoccupied. Meditation happens spontaneously. Just ask how to remain unoccupied. That's all. That's the whole trick of meditation, how to remain unoccupied. Then you cannot do anything. The meditation will flower. Osho says that by making meditation a doing activity, like focusing on the breath, you're finding another excuse to simply remain outside of yourself. When you're not doing anything, the energy moves toward the center. It settles down toward the center. When you are doing something, the energy moves out. Doing is a way of moving out. Non-doing is a way of moving in occupation is an escape you can read the bible you can make it an occupation there's no difference between religious occupation and secular occupation all occupations are occupations and they help you to cling outside your being they are excuses to remain outside man is ignorant and blind and he wants to remain ignorant and blind because to come inwards looks like entering a chaos And it is so. Inside you, you have created a chaos. You have to encounter it and go through it. Courage is needed. Courage to be oneself and courage to move inwards. I have not come across a greater courage than that. The courage to be meditative so what is true meditation according to osho true meditation is simply doing nothing accepting yourself and being in relaxed state of consciousness meditation is just being delighted in your own presence meditation it's a delight in your own being it is very simple a totally relaxed state of consciousness where you are not doing anything the moment doing enters you become tense anxiety enters immediately how to do what to do How to succeed? How not to fail? You've already moved into the future. If you're contemplating, what can you contemplate? How can you contemplate the unknown? How can you contemplate the unknowable? You can contemplate only the known. You can chew it again and again, but it is the known. If you know something about Jesus, you can think again and again. If you know something about Krishna, you can think again and again. You can go on modifying, changing, decorating, but it is not going to lead you towards the unknown. And God is the unknown. Meditation is just to be, not doing anything. No action, no thought, no emotion. You just are, and it is a sheer delight. From where does this delight come when you are not doing anything? It comes from nowhere, or it comes from everywhere. It is uncaused because the existence is made of the stuff called joy. It needs no cause, no reason. If you are unhappy, you have a reason to be unhappy. If you are happy, you are simply happy. There is no reason for it. Your mind tries to find a reason because it cannot believe in the uncaused, because it cannot control the uncaused. With the uncaused, the mind simply becomes impotent. So the mind goes on finding some reason or other. But I would like to tell you that whenever you are happy, you are happy for no reason at all. Whenever you are unhappy, you have some reason to be unhappy because happiness is just the stuff you are made of. It is your very being, it is your innermost core. Joy is your innermost core. So, how are we supposed to meditate? Osho says that to practice meditation, you need to practice being a watcher of the mind. Watch your mind. Don't do anything. No repetition of mantra. No repetition of the name of God. Just watch whatever the mind is doing. Don't disturb it. Don't prevent it. Don't repress it. Don't do anything at all on your part. You just be a watcher, and the miracle of watching is meditation. As you watch, slowly, mind becomes empty of thoughts. But you are not falling asleep. You are becoming more alert more aware. As the mind becomes completely empty, your whole energy becomes a flame of awakening. This flame is the result of meditation. So you can say meditation is another name of watching, witnessing, observing, without any judgment, without any evaluation. Just by a watching, you immediately get out of the mind. Ah, I love this, and uh, it's it's such a great extension of what we're talking about. And of course, we've been talking about meditation here in the last week or two, and it's something that I've talked about a lot on the show. It's, it's um, never come really easy to me because of my sort of... Um, Hyper nature, if you will. (laughs) My parents said when I was very small, you know, two years old, three years old, uh, my dad will say, Yeah, and I remember I used to try and hold you. And it was like, No, 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 no. I got somewhere to go, things to do, people to see. You know, I've always been such a doer. And of course, my mind going a million miles a minute so meditation's always been somewhat intimidating to me for that fact because i'll sit down to try and empty my mind and focus on you know whatever mantra or what have you and i get frustrated because you know i i struggle to do it and then you know i uh, 10 other things pop up that i want to go do or i need to do or might do or should do and you know next thing you know i'm not meditating uh i am uh you know just finding any reason not to <laughs> yet we know the benefits right and the times i have uh, ach- you know achieved uh, a meditative state uh, you know they're so uh, enriching and fulfilling and so i just loved this perspective of um not resisting whatever arises you just you just become the watcher right that is what it's uh, it's another name for watching witnessing observing without judgment And uh, this is just like we were talking earlier. It's like, ah, you mean there's nothing I've got to do? I can't get it wrong? I don't have to uh worry, fear that something's not going to work or I'm going to do it wrong. I mean, it's always, it's, it, what's funny about all this stuff, it's, it's never adding uh, anything to you. It's like your, your ascension awakening process is about removing the blocks <laughs> that are, it's, it's not so much a adding, I need to add this to me or add that to me. Uh, really, it's about how do I remove the, the obstacles, you know? And it makes me think of the, uh, and of course, everything is love and it makes me think of the Rumi quote. And we'll end it with this for today. Rumi said, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. So when you're judging yourself about what you should or shouldn't do uh, in any given moment, whether meditation, whether life, whether anything, any situation, you're putting up a wall, right? A barrier uh, to yourself, A barrier between you and your higher self, your true self, your authentic self. So with that, I'm going to leave you lovely listeners today. Hope you make a magical moment wherever you are. Don't judge what arises. Next time you meditate, try just uh, observing and letting it be whatever it is. See uh, if a meditative state arises from lack of resistance, lack of trying to do, right? I have an appropriate song here, a wonderful song by one of my favorite um, all-time artists. This is Sting, Fortress Around Your Heart. That's what we're doing, right? We're taking down these barriers, taking down the fortress around your heart. Until next time, journey well, love you all.
0: we